Mandy, I had Marianne this morning <laughs> for training session. Yeah. And she obviously knew she was going to be on the podcast today. And she, I'm pretty sure, Marianne, you used the words like, I think you said, like, are you going to ask me a bunch of random shit? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, maybe. You'll find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just throwing it out there, you did say you were an open book. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, well, much okay, good. Well, welcome to Relatable Rambles. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm, uh, oh, I always say I'm really excited to have a guest, but you're probably one of the people that I'm like most excited to have on. Oh, <laughs> Amber, that's sweet. Well, I love Come you on. so much. And obviously, I see you three days a week, and you and I talk <laughs> all the time. But it's nice because I'm like, oh, other people get to hear you talk now, too. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you always give you oh, always me. give oh, me God. you always give me the best advice and stuff. So I'm like, oh, oh cool. So now people get to hear your words of wisdom. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Now I'm really under pressure. <laughs> it's fine. You got this. Put you on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. It's fine. So Marianne and I met what what year did you start working at the rink? Was that two thousand ten or two thousand eleven? Yeah, I mean, I, I've been there 13 years, I think. Yeah. So that would have been 2010 then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, then I've known you for 13 years. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You, crazy. You met me when I was 19, baby. Oh, wait. So, me too. Yeah. When I was yeah. 19. So we all, I met Mandy around the well, same time. Too. Yeah. I met you oh. when you were 19, not me being 19. <laughs> <laughs> Marianne wasn't 19 either. <laughs> No. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, was the, I still have the record for the oldest lifeguard. I mean, skateguard. <laughs> the oldest skateguard. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's Her not a it's not a bad record to have because you're a very good oh. skater. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so Marianne and I met working at the ice arena. And obviously, because working at an ice arena, she did skate and she still does skate, which is amazing. At what? So remind me, what age did you start skating? I was, um, I think, 52. Wow. When you started skating? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Not yeah. crazy. Yeah. 52 years old, and she's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to become a figure skater. I'm going to start skating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I started skating because um, Henry was starting hockey, and Gary really wanted to learn to skate. He didn't know how to skate at all. And then, so Gary learned how to skate and eventually played hockey. And so I was like, I want to go and, you know, see. Actually, Gary went to coffee club before me. <laughs> and um, anyway, so I was like, I want to go. And I used to skate, you know, for fun as a kid. But um you know, so that's how it all started. Oh my god, I had no idea that Gary learned to skate as an adult. Also, yes, I always mm-hmm. assumed that he like did it as a kid, or he did it played hockey nope. younger. Nope. Okay, so for anyone who thinks it's too late to start something, I mean, clearly never too late. Yeah, never, never too, too late. late. That's incredible! Wow, I had no yeah. idea. That's so cool. Huh. That's yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's really really cool. And so speaking of Gary, one of, so when I like think about like having 
like a really healthy and like just cool relationship like I always think of the two of you as like couples goals no it's so true so when I first met you and like ever since I've known you you and Gary it's so cute because you're like not obviously you're married but you're like best friends and you actually genuinely love spending time together and I think that that's so unique and because a lot of relationships you don't like yeah, I love them, you know, whatever. But you guys genuinely enjoy each other's company. We do. Which we is do. really, really neat. What year did you guys get married? In 89. 89. Okay. Yeah. How did you and meet? We met on a blind date. <laughs> and, um, and there were no apps back then. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I had just gotten out of kind of a long relationship. And I was like, eh. But um, I went to like a makeup party at some um, high school friend's house. And they're like, oh, one of the gals said, I think Marianne would like this guy, Gary. And I was like, oh, God, you know, no. (laughs) But, you know, I gave her my number and then he called and that was it. Wow, he called you. Wow. And set up the date. And and we were engaged three months later. Three months? Mm Mm-hmm. I guess when you know, you know. Holy shit. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, and get on that, friends. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Yeah. I mean, she knew you would get Come along, on, but never damn. get on it. Yeah. <laughs> I know, sorry, right? Mindy. I'm slacking. <laughs> yeah. I need to find you a Gary. Wow. Three yeah. months. Mm-hmm. So if it was that short, did anybody kind of like say, uh, are you sure it's kind of quick? Or did you ever like get any kind of pushback from any family or friends? Nope. Nope. They were like, hurry up, marry him. (laughs) Everybody was on board right away. That's amazing. Yeah. And he went to school with Barb. He went to middle school with Barb. With her sister, Barb. Wow. Okay. So she kind of, she goes, oh, I remember that guy, Mm -hmm. you know? So um, they've already, they've always had that connection. Were they in the same grade? Yeah. He's Barb's age. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So how cool. Three yeah. months. Okay. And how old were you when you got married? I was 28. 28. Okay. Yeah. So back then, so 1989, even 28 was like kind of late in the game. Yeah. Most of my friends were married. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. Mm-hmm. You have no problem just beating to your own drum and going on your own timeline. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I mean, I, I hung on to my last relationship too long. Too yeah. long? Okay. <laughs> But, you know, in hindsight, it got me to where I am. I was going to say, I wonder if that's like, because obviously you were in that relationship for a really long time. And then when you Mm -hmm. met Gary, you know, three months, right? So you were probably just like, wow, okay, this is, this is what it's supposed to be. Like, I'm not wasting any more time, like locking that down. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's pretty cool. And then how soon did you have Elena after you guys got married? Um, (laughs) well, let's see, we were married about six months, I think. Okay. And, um, we weren't trying, but I got pregnant. So, you know, (laughs) Gary Gary says, ain't no diaphragm going to stop my boys. (laughs) Uh, I love that. The the days of the diaphragm. (laughs) Diaphragm. Yeah. Both of my kids were diaphragm babies. No shit. Wow. Yeah. Well, 
guess that form of birth control didn't work for you. <laughs> Does anyone use those anymore? I don't think so. Like, I don't think. Uh, I don't I, know. <laughs> I remember, so I've seen, like, old movies where they talk about, oh, like, oh, my diaphragm or whatever. But I think it's oh. just so outdated now because everybody has an IUD yeah. or yeah. The, on the pill or whatever. I think right. probably yeah. too because the diaphragm clearly is not a very uh, <laughs> reputable <laughs> form of birth control. Yeah. <laughs> clearly in your it case. A, it was a pain in the ass, too. So. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And then – Elena was how old when you had Henry? Um, Elena was just a little over two. A little over two. Okay, so mm -hmm. you had two young kids mm -hmm. by the age of 30, right? You were 30 then when mm -hmm. you had Henry? Okay. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. how did having two, because I know obviously we have our friend Jackie who has Two, two yes. young ones. Yeah, another one of my daughters. Yeah. yeah. How did that change the game? Like, what? how did that, like, did that get a lot harder? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It really did. And just having, uh, Elena was um, really easy and, you know, independent. And, you know, and my mom always said, you you won't have another one like that. And I was like, oh, what does she know? Well, she was right. But, um <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it was, you know, Henry was a big boy and, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just, just, yeah, it's a lot harder with two. I, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. And then, yeah. so when you got married and you and Gary were talking about kids, like I remember you and I talked about how you guys had pretty much agreed that when you had kids, you were going to stay home with them. Mm -hmm. Did yeah. you do that straight away with Elena or did you keep working until you oh, I, I actually quit um, before my wedding. Oh. I quit working. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What were you doing at that what did, time? What did you do? I worked at um, for Supercuts headquarters. Oh. And, oh. Which was in Terra Lenta at the time. Okay. And I was actually, I was like a glorified secretary to the president of the company. Yeah. Got but it. it was a really fun job. I really liked it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I never so, knew that about you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was a little weird, you know, like after we got married, I wasn't working. But then I, I actually started working at the YMCA mm -hmm. um, in Terra Linda. I taught aerobics there. That's right. I remember you telling me you taught aerobics. <laughs> I think Jane Fonda. Yeah. <laughs> God, when I think about you, like I think you would have been the best aerobics instructor ever. <laughs> it was fun. It was really fun. Yeah. I still have yet to see the uh, leotard and leg warmer photo of your actual workout outfit. I, you know, I'm hoping there aren't any. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on. Really thick tights, you know, and then the leotard with the belt and the leg warmers and the headband. I mean, oh, God. I would pay... Right. I would pay legit money to see that. Photo. I know you would. <laughs> like I would frame it and put it in my room. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, I would die. Oh, I would love it so much. Oh, God. So obviously, you know, we just talked about you, you know, being stay-at-home mom. But one of the things that I really love that you told me that you did was. The, at school when they would ask what your occupation was what you would mm -hmm. write would you tell Mandy what you used to write 
Well, I would either write CEO Lathrop family, or I would write domestic engineer. Yes. Yeah. Those are so good. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. I love that so much. And I got nothing but positive feedback from it. People are like, that is great. You know, because you just owned it as they should be. Yes. You you owned it. And then also recognize and gave yourself a legit title. Yeah. Because being a stay at home mom is a lot of fucking work. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. you, I don't think, I mean, I think a lot of people just assume like, oh, you stay at home all day. Your, yeah. your life is easy, right? No, you're working, you're working like 20 something hours a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially, yeah. you know, you had two little ones and sports mm-hmm. and school and house stuff and all I mean, yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved every minute of it. Oh, see, that's good. I love that. Yeah. And then, so when did you start? dog training so I started getting into it being interested in it when we got Larry our first corgi Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I hired a trainer and I I was just fascinated by it Mm -hmm. because that kind of got the ball rolling but I I wanted to wait until Henry was in school Um, Mm -hmm. and well actually I waited till they were like um, in high school you know because I was still really involved in their um, in school and volunteering and all that stuff. So, um, but that's what kind of, and then of course I competed with Larry in agility, right? um, the dog sport. So I gained a lot of knowledge through that and then just decided. That's awesome. It's still another thing that you were just like, I'm going to start a whole new thing. Yeah. (laughs) Just going to try it, you know? (laughs) Well, it was funny because a lot of my friends would say, well, you're really good at that, or you should, you know, um, we should hire you or whatever. And, and I didn't want to, you know, go that route of just, oh, I'm a dog trainer. So right. um, I actually went through a program. Oh, you did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is one of the things that you've seen in your years of working with dogs and owners and stuff? that is your biggest pet peeve that you see them do? (laughs) It's not so much see, it's what I hear. Like they, my dog doesn't listen to me, which to a dog trainer means he doesn't understand you. Mm -hmm. Oh, because dogs don't make a choice not to listen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They don't have that capacity. That makes total sense actually. Doesn't listen. That makes total sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Very, very common. If I had a dollar for every time I heard that. You're like, I would, I could retire so nicely on my own pension. (laughs) (laughs) Make up for all my unpaid years as a stay at home mom. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's hilarious. I love it. I love it. Because we talk dogs all the time, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, Every time. So every time I have some sort of like issue or my dogs are doing something or whatever, I always go to Marianne. I know. And it's funny because I love love dogs when I was little. Mm -hmm. We always had a dog and... um, you know, I, I even had this book that I would get from the library that had all the breeds. Mm-hmm. And my mom, she kept having to read 
I knew it. And finally, she told the librarian, can we just buy this book? (laughs) (laughs) My daughter keeps checking this book out. Thank you. It's funny how you look back on it and go, now I see why. Yeah. Like, oh, this did start early on. I just didn't acknowledge it at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. (laughs) So obviously we met through the rink, but we've been, you've been one of my training clients now for the last seven years. Seven years. Can you believe that? Yeah. Marion has been training consistently with me for seven years. Oh, my gosh. Wild. Yep. She started with me when I was um, training at Inspired Fitness. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then when I left there and went to Orange Theory, we did Zoom and started Zoom and stuff through Mm -hmm. COVID and whatnot. Yeah. And so now we just do Zoom workouts three days a week. Yep. And let me tell you how freaking strong this woman is. It's literally insane. <laughs> it's no, it's so like you're so consistent and you're so freaking strong. And so, Marianne, how long ago was your injury? Now, um, your well, you know, we don't. I think it really kind of. Um, came out you know when we started I mean that's why I went to you remember because, because your hip and stuff yeah because yeah. no it was it your low back initially first I low think. back yeah 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 so yeah. instead of going oh I have you know low back problems or hip problems like I'm just gonna do nothing Marianne did literally the complete opposite <laughs> And she said, I want to get stronger and I want to fix these problems. So that's what we did. I mean, you don't have low back problems, I don't think, at all anymore. No, I mean, it might get sore, but it's not like it was. No way. Yeah, uh-huh. no. Like, yeah. and balance is really good and stuff. But, I mean, you worked out your whole life. I mean, you used to be a aerobics instructor, and then you did gymnastics, right, as a kid? Yeah, I did um, competitive gymnastics from, like, ninth through high school okay they didn't have clubs back then really mm-hmm. you know it was it um I think they had clubs maybe down in the east bay or something but mm-hmm. it was strictly through the school and then you yeah. did some major weightlifting right in the 80s yeah right before <laughs> I met Gary yeah <laughs> yeah my um our football coach in high school his wife and I worked out at the YMCA. Okay, at the Y. Okay. We would we would meet. Oh, I can't even believe it. We would meet at the gym at five thirty in the morning, and then I would go to work after that. Oh my god, you were in the five a.m. club. Damn. Oh my god. That's. I can't yeah. even imagine now. <laughs> no I way. know, right? No. I, sometimes when I suggest eight a.m. sessions, you're like, "That's a little too early." <laughs> yeah. It's a little rough. It's a little rough. Yeah. Uh, so did you maintain a health and kind of like exercise routine during the core years of being a mom when your kids were young or did you kind of give that up? No, I, you know, um, we lived in Sonoma and Barb and I, they had aerobics classes at the um, community center. Mm. And so I, I would say I mainly did aerobics and then I belonged to a gym and, you know, but it was mainly aerobics. Well, it was really yeah. big back then, you know, in the eighties and like the nineties and stuff. It yeah. was that's what people did. Like you had high impact and everything. It was uh-huh. crazy. Your yeah. steps and the going over. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, <laughs> the step class. Yeah, 
classes and all that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, so good. But, yeah. but it, some you, of that. Meant- yeah. But you maintained, you know, some semblance of exercise throughout your whole life, yeah. which is good. Yeah. But yeah. I've always been active. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is good. And then I think, you know, a lot of people can see like you, uh, you know, the age that you are right now and how mobile you are, how flexible you are, how strong you are. I tell you all the time. I'm you like, do. you yeah are just superhuman in comparison to so many other people your age though but it's so true Mm -hmm. yeah and even you know my mom was um always very active like and she um she was a mall walker and you know she was killing it it all the way up till she was like 80 years old but you know she it's keep keep moving that's the key I love Moving. Yeah, I love the mall walking. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was it. That was a thing. That was totally yeah. a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I yeah. love it. One yeah. of the things that I really admire about you is you're really good at creating boundaries for yourself. Like you're mm-hmm. really good at like sometimes like you'll say. Um, no, I can't do that. I have a busy day or like, I like, you'll limit yourself. Like when you, we talk about like, take you, cause obviously you are very close with Snoopy himself. Yeah. Right. And you escort Snoopy and you'll say like, I, you know, I'm only going to do these certain days cause otherwise it's too much. You're very good yeah. at like giving yourself boundaries and I think that that's really hard for people have you always been pretty good about that or is this something that had to develop over time no I I had I had to you know learn because I was you know type a and I wanted to you know be involved in the kids school and have the perfect house and you know do everything um and you know I wish I would have learned to slow down earlier but you know um but yeah it's something that has evolved because um you know you you can't it's it's and as women we tend to do that anyway I'll be superhuman yeah I'll do this yeah I'll do that Mm -hmm. you know and then you wonder why you're cranky and tired and you know you drink too much or whatever Mm -hmm. you know so yeah it's probably been I think it probably started when Gary had his first cancer and then slowly, you know, it's just one of those things. I just taught myself. I never give an answer. I say, I'll get back to you. Oh, I'll let you yeah. know. That you is know. such Whereas good before, advice. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. No. That is, oh, that, I don't, I don't, it's not like, I, I think I like knew that innately somewhere in my mind, but just hearing yeah. you say that, I'm like, that's such a good idea. Yeah. Just say, <laughs> I'll get back to you. Even if it's something that you might want to do. Yeah. Because, yeah, maybe you do need some extra time to think about it. Or maybe you do have other stuff going on. And maybe it's not the best time. Or Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Or maybe it's something you really don't want to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, why, why do something that you don't want to do? Yeah. You know? And or and then you end up doing it and you complain about it all the time or whatever. Well, who made the choice? Yeah, I do that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So 
you know. And I'm always so mad at myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good advice. And do you you think that, you know, Gary getting diagnosed with cancer the first time, that's what triggered it? Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, it didn't change instantly, but, you know, I slowly, you know, I wait when your um, loved one gets, you know, a serious illness, Mm -hmm. you know, it does really change everything. How was that like learning process or like finding out, you know, obviously he had cancer. What was that process like for you guys? You know, it was, it was really scary. Um, and you know, I'll never forget when he came home and told me, you know, cause he went ahead and got checked and everything. And, um, I, ironically, our, our little dog Luca kept licking his neck and that's where the, um, tumor was. It was in his tonsil. Um, oh, wow. yeah, it was caused by the HPV virus. So, um, anyway, where was I going with that? Um, oh yeah. So, you know, he, he got it checked out, but he didn't tell me. Mm. And, um, but when it came home, it was just one of those, it just like something out of the movies where everything just stops. Yeah. Everything stops, you know? Um, but luckily his cancer was treatable and, you know, it wasn't, um, you know, like it is now. So, um, but it was, it was, it brought us even closer, Mm -hmm. you know? And it was a really, really tough time for him. It was such a difficult process. I can imagine. With chemo and radiation and, you know, he was such a fighter. It's incredible. Yeah. Wow. He he is such a strong person. Yeah. I mean, now even going through this a second time, but with a different cancer now. Mm-hmm. So how oh, long, geez. yeah, how long did he go before his second diagnosis? Seven years. Yeah. Yeah. So we, you know, we had been going, um, in fact, we hadn't even, think we were going once a year to get his checkup, you know, um, it used to be like every four months or three months and then six and then every year. So yeah, he would, he was Scott free. So. Wow. So and hearing the new diagnosis was probably again, another, just like, are you serious? Come right. On. Like we yeah. were so, we thought we were done. Yeah. 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 <sighs> and you know, it's, I, I think I've told you this, Amber, but, you know, I'm the youngest of four girls mm-hmm. and my dad died when he was 52. So my mom, you know, then my oldest sister, her husband got sick and eventually died. And then my second sister's husband had a heart attack and died. And then my third su- sister's husband died. So. Jeez. Yeah, so we're you know we we were seriously thinking of going on Oprah or Ellen, you know, because <laughs> it's like you gotta be kidding. Call it the curse of the Keegan sisters. I I mean I hate, I hate to I hate to say it, but you guys have already pointed it out. But yeah, wow, yeah. I mean, it's that's, crazy. It's yeah, literally crazy. Like, did you yeah. guys have like witchcraft in your history? Do you know where you cursed? <laughs> Who like... knows? Who knows? But I've I've always joked like when when I get up to heaven, I'm gonna cave. Okay, what is the deal with the Keegan sisters? Okay, just want to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <What does that laughs> <mean? Yes. laughs> 
Oh, that's too bad that none of your husbands knew of the said curse before they married you. No, right. Hey, they crazy. might have thought twice, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I yeah. mean, it's so now obviously it's been another tough bout mm-hmm. of, you know, cancer and treatments and whatnot. And how have you personally been able to deal with that? Um, God, you know, in the beginning it was, I was just on, um, autopilot, I think, because this time around was much more serious and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and it, it, you know, came out of nowhere, um, that kind of thing. But, you know, it's, I've, I've done a lot of therapy. I'm still in therapy to, you know, um, take care of myself so I can take care of him. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's just changed everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. You know, and I'm older, mm-hmm. you know, so, um, yeah, whole different ballgame. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I love mm-hmm. what you just said, taking care of yourself to be able to take care of him. Yeah. That's, yeah. That to me is, again, another tidbit people can really take with them mm-hmm. is to be able to make sure that you can help yourself so that you can best help other people in your life. Yeah. That's, oh, you're, see, it's you're, not so, easy, you're so though. wise. <laughs> it's, it's not easy. You know, you know, in the beginning, I, I was not eating. Yeah. I could not physically eat. And I was, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky I didn't get sick myself, you know, at the time. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like I said, I was on autopilot. Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know, then when things kind of calmed down, you know, then I started, you know, saying to my, and loving myself, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. so, which isn't always easy. (laughs) No, we talk about that all the time. Like when you start to kind of go down the rabbit hole of, you know, like, uh, like when you would see certain parts of your body in the mirror or something, you'd point something out and you're like, I got it. I've just got to stop it. Like, and then we talk about but how strong you are and all the positives about like the things that your body can do versus like these yeah. little nitpicky things, you know? Yeah. It's hard. That negative talking, that committee, I hate it. Oh, it's, oh, it's the worst. It's a work in progress, you know, Absolutely. where I just, I can't. And you know, Mel Robbins has really helped that with me, the gal, mm-hmm. you know, the guru or whatever. So, yeah. um, you know, but yeah, it's hard, especially as I think we as women were so hard on ourselves. A thousand percent. Yeah. A thousand percent. And yeah. I think it never stops. I think that it changes through time, you know, because mm-hmm. obviously even, you know, us talking about your aerobics era and stuff, mm-hmm. that was the time of, you know, trying to target housewives and telling them that they need to be thinner and you know just smaller and you know it changes over time but it's still like being hard on yourself or comparing yourself or pointing things out that's negative about yourself your I mean your whole life essentially you know yeah and I love that even you saying that it's always a work in progress like you know obviously like you're in your 60s you're like 
I'm not saying I'm cured of it, but I'm still like, I'm still working on loving myself. You know, it's like, it's like a never ending thing that just, right. it's always something you got to keep working on. Mm-hmm. For sure. It is yeah. because it legitimately is one of the hardest things ever. It is. And I think all women can attest to that, Thousand you know, percent. to some degree. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Thousand percent. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So. I want to ask you, since you always just, you always give me some really good advice. What is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Oh man, that's a tough question. (laughs) Um, Oh my God. The best piece of advice I've ever received, like ever, ever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's tough. Um, well, you know what? My mom would always say when you'll, you'll know it when you meet a guy, you'll just know it, you know, and it's so cliche, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you know that, I don't know if that's advice, but you know, um, I think if you had to break that down into like a term that would sound like advice would be like, listen to your intuition. Yeah. Trust your gut. Uh, if you, trust your you gut. Yeah. yeah, you'll know is like, yeah, trust your gut, you know, yes. which is so true because every time I don't, I'm always like, God, I knew it. I should have listened. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I mean, that's an incredible, and they, you, there was some study done about um, women and intuition. I don't know if it was some guru study or whatever, but it's an innate thing in us, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's just, you talk about it, it is true. You know, seriously. it's this thing that we have. What a blessing. I seriously, I just wish we would listen to it more, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, think but I don't know. It, that advice as far, I, you know, pe- uh, people that have to- told me to, to laugh and mm-hmm. you know, there's always humor in everything. Mm-hmm. You know, which is so true. I mean, um, I I think I told you this, Amber. I just remembered. But when my mom was dying, um, my th- uh, three of the four sisters were with her. And you know, when a person is dying, they die. You know, and so um, when she died. Our other sister, Nancy, it was her gut reaction to she, here it is. My mom had just passed away like 30 seconds ago Mm -hmm. and she stands up and she's like practically jumps over my mom's bed and nurse, nurse, stack, stack. (laughs) (laughs) And when we look back on it, we laugh because it's like, we're like, Nancy, no. (laughs) You're like, we're not going to revive her. The moment has passed. (laughs) But now you look back on it and laugh, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. And you make a a sad moment a little bit lighter by making fun of your sister. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I and my mom was very funny too. And she, you know, she was always losing, she always wanted to know where her purse was. You know, where's my purse? I don't know if it's an old lady thing or what. So I used to, we'd say, Mom, we're going to bury you with that damn purse. You know? And we did. You did. <laughs> yeah. When the um, when undertakers came, like my um, aunt used to call them, but when the mortician guys came, 
we said, okay, here's the deal. Um, can you, you know, because she got cremated, but we said we want her to have her purse. And he, he goes, fine. As long as there's no money in it, that's fine. And I'm sure he's heard everything. So she True. went with her purse. That is so funny. <laughs> You guys are too much. That, that you, you were true to your word, man. You said yeah. you were going to bury her with that thing, and sure, yeah. sure enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Drove my. us crazy. Oh, that's hilarious. You guys are hilarious. Okay, so then that was the best piece of advice. What is your worst piece of advice you've ever received? Oh, my God. Worst piece of advice? Yep. Oh, I'm sure I've had a lot of those. <laughs> if you could pick a couple, what were they? Oh, I have no idea. Worst piece of advice. Um, um, I I really can't answer that. I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you think on it. But I'll, I'll okay. I'll throw you some easy ones. Okay. What's your favorite swear word? Oh, you know that. You're free to say it. We have a. Ah. Fuck. <laughs> I adore that word. Me too. Yeah, it's my favorite. I like how it sounds. I like how it feels. It just makes everything better. Yes. Oh, it does. Doesn't it, Mandy? It's just like. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. It's cathartic. Yep. It just makes me feel better every time I say it. Yeah. I love that word. I remember when you sent me an article, Marianne, of like, what was it? Something like the people that use fuck or like use the swear word fuck that like they're more intelligent or something <laughs> yeah something like that I had read something <laughs> because 90% of our workouts are just going fuck fuck yeah. <laughs> and you gave me free reign you know the whole gym, you're like no hey you know that's that's what we do it's okay yep yep I totally did I was like just you let it oh, out Whatever yeah, gets yeah. you through the workout. If that's yeah. swearing up a storm, you have at mm -hmm. it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it helps. Yeah, it does. It does. It helps. <laughs> okay, mm. another easy one for you. What's your favorite Bravo show? Really? Well, it used to be um, Jeff Lewis, you know, whatever. I don't even remember the name of the show. Mm -hmm. um, and now it's called Hollywood House Lift. Okay. But, um, and it's not even on Bravo. Okay. But, um, <laughs> okay, so then what's, what your, what's your favorite current Bravo show? I think my favorite current Bravo show, it's between Vanderpump Rules and Southern Charm. Yeah. And I definitely Southern Charm for me. Southern Charm, yeah. Yeah. Such a good one. And Elena turned me on to that. I, so. I was like, oh, I'm not going to watch that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Love it. See, that's how Mandy is about all reality. She's like, ah, oh, it's so stupid. I'm not going to watch that. But I swear, one day, if she just sits down and watches, like, a season with me, she'll be like, all right, I'm hooked. Oh, so Mandy, you don't watch any, huh? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I could be your friend. <laughs> that's tough. She just, yeah, she just thinks they're stupid. She watches all the other shit that we watch, but. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Well, yeah. and it was kind of a bonding thing with Elena and I, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. because I was, you know, I, I didn't want to watch. I started watching Housewives and I'm like, I couldn't even go five minutes, you know, 
But then when we started watching them together and, and all that, it just got to be this thing. And it's just so freaking funny. Yeah. I know. And it's so. They're different though when you do them together with someone. Yeah. yeah. I definitely laugh way more at stuff when I'm with someone else than when I'm by myself. Right. Of course. You know, I mean, it's yeah. always better. Yeah. <laughs> Always better, yeah, for sure. No, and then now Marianne and I talk about them too. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. And or I'll call Lane or I'll text her and say, We must discuss. Call me tonight, <laughs> you know. Very important. <laughs> very important information we have to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening in the Bravo world? <laughs> I know. Oh, I love As it. you know, Amber, Elena and I went to see a couple of the podcasters that break down all the Bravo shows. We went to the city to see them. Oh, so jealous. I love that so shit. Oh, yeah. So good. So good. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any any thoughts on your uh worst piece of advice that you've ever received? Well, you know what? I do think of the um the best advice okay. was, you know, when um, when Gary got diagnosed and, um, well, the first time too, but um, just about, you know, and I heard it from a lot of cancer survivors and patients and everything about, you know, um, your, your priorities, how that changes, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and to really take that to heart, mm-hmm. that was great advice from a lot of people. Probably why and, you started setting your boundaries, right? And like, yeah, because your priorities mm-hmm. shifted a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. taking a little bit of an inventory on what is truly important and what's not. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm sure a cancer diagnosis puts things into perspective in a different way. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if you don't have any worse piece of advice. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I've had so, so, so much. much. You're like so many, I can't even name them. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I, God, I, I really, I, uh, I don't know. Mandy, yeah. do you, do you have a worse piece of advice you've ever received or like Can at least a couple? Me? Worst piece? I don't think so. I mean, if it was so bad. Feel like I would have tried to forget it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. what Marianne did. Yeah, I mean, uh, no, I don't know. Hmm. What about you, Amber, Miss Amber? Yeah, apparently. See, you I have love some. how I'm like hammering you guys to be like, "What's the worst piece of advice?" Yeah. I'm sitting here like, yeah, you try to think of it. Oh shit! Like that's kind of hard because I think the same hard. thing. Like if I if I thought it was bad, but yeah. like maybe you didn't think it was bad at the time, right? Okay, so I got one here. One, uh, so when I started training clients, there was I'm not gonna name names, but you know who I'm talking about. The owner of the gym that I worked for, mm-hmm. and so yes. so when I started coaching um, classes and like starting to get clients and stuff. She, um, was basically telling me, giving me advice on how to sell, right. How to sell packages and how to sell, um, people to get Mm -hmm. into the gym and whatnot. And the way 
that she, I don't even like know the exact words that she said, but I'm like, the way that she told me to do that, I think about it now and I'm like, I would never do that. Like I would never like, I don't know, harass people like that or try to like persuade or like fake it till you make it or whatever. Like I'm not like... I, I'm a, I'm now like a very like basically she was telling me that I have to tell them that they absolutely need me and nothing else will work. Oh for the most part. yeah. And I'm like, but that's but I actually don't believe that. <laughs> like yeah. obviously I can help people and I love helping people, but for specific people. It like I might not be the end all be all and like greatest right. thing that ever happened to them. Something yeah. else might also work for them, right? Mm-hmm. So I am a very big believer, and I see this stuff on Instagram all the time of people trying to preach that this specific workout is going to is the only kind of workout that's going to work. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The, yeah, you should only do this kind of workout. Nothing else is going to work. You know whatever like that was how orange theory was too yeah was, I and again it was like again people trying to give advice and like you need to be able to sell this particular workout and you know yeah. and trying to make you believe that this yes. is the best thing ever this is the best workout in the whole world and it's the only thing that's going to work for people and I'm like that's shitty advice. Like that's yeah. how, cause then it discourages people that if they are not gonna, if they're like, say they sign up for orange theory and they're not super consistent with it, it's mm-hmm. going to make them think that they're never going to lose weight then. Right. Like if you right. told them yeah. and you, they were made to believe that this was the only thing that works and it's not mm-hmm. something that they can stick with, then it's never going to happen, right? If I can't yeah. even stick to this orange theory thing, then it's never going to happen for me, right? Because apparently it's the only way to lose weight. Yeah. That's yeah. some bullshit right there, right? Because yes. maybe some yeah. other form of workout will be better for them and they might adhere to it and consist- be consistent and lose weight. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's just like when people tried to tell me that I needed to back one one thing 100%. No, like I'm yeah. a very big believer on all forms of exercise are, you know, pretty good. Are there better, are there better forms than others? Absolutely. But Mandy and I talked about this in our last health and fitness episode is that like, find whatever works for you, find what you like to do, find what you will do consistently. And uh, like, for me, that's what the advice people should be receiving. You know, is find Mm -hmm. what works for you. Like for you, Marianne, right. You found that, working out at home on zoom really works for you because it's flexible. Mm-hmm. It allows you to help Gary when you need to, cause you're home and you don't have to drive and be somewhere else. You get to be, you know, around Luca and not have to leave her and stuff. Like it's just, you found what works and that you do consistently now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that, yeah. yeah, that was a bad piece of advice was trying yes. to like, overly sell and try to you know say this was the only thing that's going to work for people is yeah total bullshit and then it makes you feel dishonest yes yeah a hundred percent and that is like the one thing when it comes to health and fitness that I'm definitely honest (laughs) like you know Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna sit here and sell you some bullshit just to get you to pay pay me for something like no right (laughs) 
<laughs> like, yeah. I'll even be like, okay, if, you know, financially, personal training is not for you, let me help you find ways that are going to work for you that yeah. are cheaper. Uh, that's you know? something like, we do. Yeah. Because yeah. I want, yeah. I just genuinely want to help people rather yes. than, it's not about me, you know. Yeah. Right. About other, you know, helping others. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, if, and, and I could tell, I saw, I saw a difference in you from the gym mm-hmm. to having your own business mm-hmm. because I could tell that you were under pressure, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, it, it you know, it's, it, it was totally different when you got on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's, mm-hmm. you know, you have the freedom and the ability to find, who you are either, it doesn't have to be personal training. It can be anything, right? right? Finding the way that you prefer to do things or like what you believe in and stuff. And then it becomes so much easier to be good at what you do. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. when you're actually like believing, like you just are you back yourself a hundred percent, right? Versus like, was I Orange Theory's number one fan? No, I wasn't. <laughs> Is it a great yeah. workout? Sure. You know, or, you know, in even the gym that I worked for before Orange Theory, it mm-hmm. did the things that they do there. Did I back 100%? Absolutely not. You know, so it's just, I think, finding the best, you know, and most honest thing for you and that suits you the best, you know, is yeah. ultimately going to make you a stronger human in general. You know, yeah, yeah, but yeah, so that, that was my bad advice. Was, okay, and there's all kinds okay. of bad fitness advice out there. Let me yeah. tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I have a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, just in general advice, but yeah. big, big, big ones. Eh, I don't know. I can't think of any. Okay, well, if you ever do think of one, let us know, and we'll talk about it on the next episode okay. of the podcast. We'll be like, we have an I'll update. We have an update from Marianne. Yeah, Marianne found it. She remembered. She finally remembered some really shitty yeah. advice she got. Yes. Oh, gosh. Okay, so uh, obviously you've listened to the podcast before, so you know we do Rosebud and Thorn. And we also yes. do what we're watching, rec- what we've been watching recently. So, okay. Mandy, would you like to start with what your thorn is this week? Sure. Um, <laughs> my thorn this week is that I got my treadmill. Oh. And it doesn't work. So, I am now in the process of returning and getting a new one. Oh, oh no. So, that's... Because I was really excited. Last and... week in, on the episode, we talked about how excited you were to have yeah. your oh, treadmill. Yeah. And... So, I mean, it's fine. It will be fine in the end. It just uh, is an annoyance right at the moment. Just, mm-hmm. just a thorn. Yeah. Just a thorn. Yep. Um, what is your bud? What are you looking forward to? What are you learning? What are you working on? Me? Um, oh, Mandy sorry. Stone. Yeah, yeah. We'll get, we'll get to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday like, is my... High school alumni basketball game. Oh, so I looking for that. Seeing lots of people and playing a little ball and I love mm, that. That is you know? fun. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Good. Yeah. And what wow. is your rose? What is my rose good? is I went to the dentist yesterday and um my teeth are doing so good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Usually that's a thorn for you going to the dentist. So it is. I'm very pleased. I mean, I mean, going wasn't great, 
but the the, the end news. result was yeah. wonderful. So, yay! <laughs> Good, I love it. Yeah. Yay! That is a yeah. big ass bill. Yeah. <laughs> well, it did have a big ass bill because I go to this place that uh, they have this. They call it a like a smile plan or something. Oh yeah, yeah. And so each year I pay a flat rate for you know two cleanings x-rays and a couple exams, you know, whatnot. Yeah. And of course it was my time to hurry up my, (laughs) my so there was a bill. It could have been, I mean, granted not having extra work done is great. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) absolutely. That's good. Yeah. Marianne, what is your thorn? What's the thorn this week or in life or just Oh, my God. Even in the last hour. Here I go again. Um, I can't think of anything. Um, Well, that's great. You don't don't have to have one. We love it when there's no thorn. Yeah, I really, I can't think of of a thorn. I mean, a thorn of late is Luca limping. So that's been a big thorn. Um, Yeah. Luca Luca is her cute little corgi. What did you say, Amber? We said Luca is her cute little corgi. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Okay, that was my question. Was what what type of being is Luca? <laughs> corgi, love it. Okay. Yes. She's yes. a cardigan, right? Yeah, cardigan Welsh corgi, barky, barky, barky. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So okay, Luca's limp. Okay. It's funny that I would be matched. I would pick a breed, although my my other corgis didn't bark as much, but. I love to talk and she loves to talk. So <laughs> you are bound to get one that loved to talk. Yes. You need a husky. Those things are hilarious. Oh yeah. I know. Those sounds They're like funny. make are really Little funny. Sassy chatty things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. So what is your bud? So bud is something you're either looking forward to coming up. You're either learning or working on something just kind of in your future. Yeah, well, um, I'm looking forward to Elena coming on Saturday, mm-hmm. so she'll be home for. I'm looking forward to Christmas. Good. Um, I love this time of year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, where do you gonna live? Uh, Austin, Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, you know, we we always have so much fun when she's here, and you know, we we're just. One of my other sisters calls us the laughing lay preps because <laughs> we have so much fun when we're together. That's cute. Oh, I love that. Funny. Yeah. That's so yeah. good. I love that. Oh, that makes me happy. You no, know, Gary's very funny too. Oh, so. yeah, he is. Yeah. Just, yeah. The two of you together mm-hmm. just kill me every yeah. time. <laughs> we, we laugh a lot. That's for sure. <laughs> I love it. And then what is your rose? What is something good? Um. Oh God, just health, mm-hmm. you know, and Gary doing well. Yeah. Good. I mean, that's, awesome. he's, he's feeling good. And, you know, we've been getting scans where his tumor isn't growing and that's, that's, you know, can't, couldn't ask for anything better. That's a big rose. I love that. Yeah, that's, that's really good. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. All right, Amber. What's your thorn? Okay. My thorn, I wrote it down because I always forget. Um, oh. So 
obviously when we recorded last week, I was under the weather, but getting sick really threw off my groove, man. Yeah. Threw um, off my groove, you know, cause I was doing so well. We talked about it too on some other episodes. Like I wasn't eating any takeout. I was, you know, getting my workouts in. I was like, I'm on my shit. And then I got sick and it tanked me. <laughs> Yeah, you, you sound way better. I yeah, oh, I, yeah. I definitely Indeed. feel better and like because you know when you lose your momentum. It's oh, I do. <laughs> hard to get it back, even though it I sure is. Feel... And the longer the longer you do it, though, the harder it is. Oh, so don't yeah. let it go. Yes, and yes. I, especially when you get older. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I know yeah. that it exists. I know that that happens, and I know like I always like preach to my clients and you guys, right? I'm always like, it's okay. You'll get it back. Blah, blah, blah. But when you're, when it's yourself, you know, you're like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Way yeah. harder than yeah. anybody else. Yeah. Fucking sucks, man. Like, cause then I'm like, dude. So obviously my birthday was on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Right. And the day before we had a girl's night and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm all for like living life and balance and stuff. But when I talk about, how much the scale was tipped in terms of like my, the level of calories I ate, I think within a day was probably the equivalent of like how much you should eat in a whole week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, but like yeah. multiple days in a row. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the amount of cookies that we all had, yes. as well as the alcohol we all had. Alcohol, yeah. Yeah. cookies. You just feel like shit. Yes. And I feel like shit because I ate like yeah. shit and again it happens it's gonna happen right it's indulgent because it's a holiday it's your birthday whatever but it still mm-hmm. doesn't change the fact that you feel like shit after it happens yes and not just emotionally right but um, physically mm-hmm. I feel like Veronica or whatever the heck her name was from uh the Willy Wonka where she blows up like yeah I'm, yeah. I'm so bloated my body's not happy about it because i like, man, I ate, like, uh, popcorn, pancakes, cookies, cake, ice cream cake. Yes, there are two different kinds of cake. Yes, yes. <laughs> Alcohol, like, and I don't drink very much at all, and so it's just right. all on me. And then that mm-hmm. piled on, plus not working out last week because I was sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then now this week, you know, now that I feel better, mentally – it's hard for me to get back into my routine because I lost my momentum. So that's where I'm at right now. I did go today to the gym. So there was that, but did I want to? Absolutely not. Right. Right. I know. I had to really, really force myself. Like I literally couldn't even think about it. I just like, put your shoes on, put your shoes on, put your shoes on, go, go, go. Like, yeah. don't, don't think about it. Just go. And I did. Yeah. And I'm glad I did, obviously. But still, because everybody knows this time of year is really hard. Yes. Food-wise, because you're just, I don't know, all the good shit comes out. You know, everyone's making yeah. you treats and stuff. And the weather is yep. all cold. So you want to eat, like, cozy food. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and yeah. You can wear big sweaters. I and, know. So you, you, know. Can, you can hide all your bloat. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm at right now. So it's a little bit of a thorn for me. And again, I know it happens and I know it'll 
work itself out, but like it just being in it just sucks, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just, so that's my thorn, my long winded thorn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What, so what's, what's my bud? Out? So my bud is that we actually bought our tickets to go to Spain. Yeah, we did. Yes. Yay. So it's no longer just like a thought out in the universe. It's like a legit yeah. thing that's happening I'm now. How are you guys? Yeah. So we bought our tickets. Yeah. And so I'm actually like, now I can get excited about like legit planning it. Yeah. And like we're, yep. we're yeah. actually like, this is actually happening. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's my bud. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's a great one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And? My rose. Um, I had a really good birthday. I mean, outside of feeling like I ate so much, um, it was just a nice, good day. Like it was just, I felt a lot of love and just felt really good. So I felt like starting off 32, I was, yeah, in a good mood, you know, (laughs) it was good. Yes, I'm so glad. Yeah, Yeah, it was just nice. Yeah. Okay, what are we watching, Mandy? What have you been wa- what have you been watching recently? I am midway through the last season of Suits. <laughs> what? So very soon, people, I will have something else to say about what I'm watching. <laughs> so Marianne, she's been what watching the show? the show Suits. Have you ever seen oh, it? Oh yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. So Mandy's it's been so good. Mandy's been watching it now for the last Four, four or five episodes of yeah. our podcast. But it's got a lot of seasons. That's why she's, you know, okay. still and They have like, I want to say like 16 episodes at least in each one. Yeah. Wow. Back when they still did like a bunch of episodes per yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it's an, a, kind of an older show. Yeah. But what, where, what's it on? Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have seen the ad. Yeah, it's it's a good yeah. one. It's good. Sure. I'm really enjoying it. Okay. Yeah. So like, on it's the good. on the last leg there. <laughs> on the last leg. Okay. Marianne, you watching? What are you um, watching? Well, I just finished The Crown. Oh, good. Okay. And it was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. And I'm so bummed that it's over. But mm-hmm. I laughed. I cried. Oh, it was so good. Um, and, um, you know, all my reality shit. And, <laughs> um, and, and I saw a really good documentary, Bad Surgeon, on Netflix. Excellent. Mm. Yeah. Yes, that was okay. that was so yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah. interesting. I watched that one, too. and was, yeah. Just yeah. That, that kind of stuff Bad blows my surgeon. mind. Yeah, it's like okay. it's not. I mean, they don't show gnarly surgery. That's like it's just part of it. It's more <laughs> about how this guy was like a sleazy, sneaky, like criminal kind of a guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like how yeah. and how he like got away with doing a lot of shit that he should not have been able Crazy. to do. Yeah. Crazy shit. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. I might have to watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amber? And Gary and I actually we um, watch TV in bed, uh-huh. and we always watch like Dateline. <laughs> <laughs> You're like yeah. Emily, like fall asleep to something that shouldn't give you peace, Some murdery <laughs> something. Yeah, we love it. You know, we fall asleep to our Dateline murder. And- yeah. I love it. I love how you and Emily both do that, and it just like this is how I fall asleep at night. Just 
Yeah. I was just so cozy, just <laughs> watching shows about murder. Yeah, the weirdest thing. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I've been watching. Um, I'm on also the last season of The Crown, and I'm through. So I just started because they the way that they did the season is weird. They released like the first four episodes and then they just, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, just, if you're not going to release the whole thing, just wait, you know? I know. (laughs) Just don't. Just don't. It's the marketing ploy. I guess. But so now I'm on the second half of the season where, you know, it's Diana has passed and now it's the like William is coming up and whatnot. So Mm -hmm. I'm on that. And then I also just watched (laughs) some reality shit. Uh, I caught up on Winter House as Mary and I yes. talk about during our session. Sex House. The Don't sex even know house. what that is. So it's a Bravo show, Winter House. And it's just like, it's a shared house that a bunch of people from other reality shows on the Bravo network get together and live in a shared house for a couple weeks in the winter. And yeah. they all hook up and right. have drama and it's, it's stupid as hell, but it's so entertaining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Marianne and I talk about it. <laughs> okay. We discuss a lot. <laughs> we discuss like we know them, you know, personally. <laughs> as one does, you know, we get really attached. So Yeah. But that's that's what I've been watching. So you know, my drama. Oh, I thought of the worst advice. <gasps> wow, coming in clutch at the end. What is it? Okay, but it's not like life advice. Okay, it's that's not fine. deep. Okay. But when I um, I have <clears throat> I got a boob job. Okay, this was when Elena was like in I don't know sixth grade or something fifth or sixth grade because I you know being athletic I had no boobs mm-hmm. um and the it was a husband and wife surgeons and the wife suggested I get a c-cup and I took her advice and I hated it and I had them removed a year later oh my god see I was gonna say I was like you don't have a boob job <laughs> like what are you talking about Wow. Yeah. Okay, so you had it done and then you got it removed. Yeah, a year later. And the husband in the practice, he felt so bad that he only charged me for the anesthesia. Wow. Wow. Because he felt so bad. I'm surprised that you completely just got rid of them versus going, going going smaller. Yeah, I I did not like them. I didn't like guys looking at my tits all the time. And um, it was hard to work out. And yeah. Wow. Uh, Interesting. God love my husband because, you know, that was not an inexpensive surgery. Right. Right. And And he didn't didn't shoot me when I said, ah, I don't know about this. (laughs) (laughs) Did he give you any quarrels at all about it? Was he like, you know, maybe you should just keep it, get used to it, whatever. He didn't, he was just like, whatever you want. He understood. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. I had no idea you did that. (laughs) I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Elena was like in fifth or sixth grade, I think. Did they, did the kids know that you did it or understand? You know, they, Elena, 
Um, you know, we told them I had the flu, um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I should ask her if she knew. I think she kind of suspected something, but I kept it on, try to keep it on the down you told uh, your <laughs> six-year-old that you had the flu and then you came back yeah. with a massive chest she's sixth grade so oh, she was like grade. 11 okay okay yeah. sixth grade. Right? Yeah. 11 12 yeah. okay okay so then yeah she yeah. probably would have been like mom why did the flu give you giant boobs <laughs> i know well i don't even know you know we've never talked about it but i i don't know, know if it went right over their heads or what you should ask I her and know. see what she yeah. says Isn't that crazy? <laughs> see if she noticed <laughs> That's so funny. So when you got them removed, did you have the flu again? Um, yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. I love it. Oh, you're the best. <laughs> flu. Yeah. Oh, that damn flu. That's hilarious. Wow. Sure. I, w- I wish the flu did give you bigger boobs. I would be so yeah, much right. better off. <laughs> oh my god that's oh thank you well thank you so much marianne for coming on and you know thank you i I hope you enjoyed it i did i love talking with you so i obviously really enjoyed it yeah girls are awesome i you know i love you girls (laughs) thank you we love you too so a lot about you so that was nice yeah you guys just the best (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Marianne. We appreciate you, and thanks for coming on. And we'll see or hear. You'll hear from us uh, next week, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye, everybody.